Capacitive tapping. Not on time. Yay! Sorry about that, everybody. Uh, it's six o'clock. It's time for. It's six o'clock. It's time for the joke workshop here on Mutiny Radio. FM in SF. And I'm so glad all of these awesome comedians are here. And we have a super. Yay! Yay! We have a super fun lineup. And um, the way the joke workshop works is um, if you want comments, tell us, and we'll do it before your set because we're kind of loosey-goosey about that now. Loosey-goosey. I meant to write you a note about loosey-goosey. You have to use it in your goose joke, Spencer Devine, who's also here. Um, and I'm really excited. So we have four-minute sets at three minutes. You'll hear the horn. Again, let us know ahead of time if you want comments, and then we'll say things to you. Mark Neuer isn't here, so we'll be nice. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be much less abrasive as last week. Uh, hey, I'm really excited. Um, your first two comics dropped in, and I haven't seen them in a while. Although, your last comic ha did come by here before, and it's fun because he's the master of puns. And I think that wordplay is the highest form of comedy. And some say it's the lowest form, and I say, fuck you, wordplay is the highest form. We're just smarter than you. <laughs> uh, put your hands together for your first comedian. I love him so much. It's Charlie Spink. Yay! How? Yes! I am against pun control laws, Pam. So sorry, everybody. I know we started a little bit late. We operate on CPT, comedian person time. And if you thought anything else, y'all are racist, all of you. Woo. I feel like I'm a little overdressed for this job interview right now. Of course, I'm, I'm overdressed for most San Francisco mics because I wear um, deodorant. <laughs> sorry, that joke stinks. It stinks! It was, it's the pits, the armpits. Woo, drenched. Getting moist, that's how we do. But Pam introduced me as Charlie. It's great to hear my actual government name thrown around from time to time. Because I was always known by a nickname on the streets growing up in Oakland. Uh, the brothers used to call me White Chocolate. Mm -hmm. And people know that if you get called White Chocolate on the basketball court, on the dance floor, in the bedroom, that means one thing. It means that you are... Not as good as regular chocolate. Sweet, but kind of disgusting. That's my demographic. Yeah, I rep. So people are always asking me, Charlie, do you take your white privilege with you everywhere? And I say no. That's what my butler is for. That's his job. His name is Jeffrey. He helps. He really does. Speaking of people that help me out, uh, I am married Sorry, I'd say sorry, ladies. There is no ladies. There's Pam is in the booth. But it's a very strong, testosterone-driven crowd right now. Yes. People are asking me, in this case, fellas are asking me, after 16 years together, do you and your wife still get hot and heavy? Well, I'm here to tell you, yes, we do. 
And by that I mean she is still hot and I've gotten kind of heavy. <laughs> that is autobiographical to the fullest. But my wife, uh, even after all these years, she can still get pretty fierce. I would still say that she is an animal in the bedroom. A possum is an animal, right? Hey, don't get mad. I didn't write that joke. Bill Cosby wrote it for me. It's a sleeper. Sleeper! There it is. Hey, Bill Cosby is my favorite bartender of all time. I told my newest joke to my oldest son, and he said, Daddy, jokes like that are why you're not famous. So I told him, honesty like that is why your brother is my favorite. So I'm going to divide the crowd right now. Can you divide the small number? I don't know. I'm not a math magician. I'm not. Uh, cat people versus dog people. Dog people make some noise. Roof, roof. All right, okay. Cat people make some noise. Meow. Yeah, mostly, huh? Cat dog fans from Nickelodeon make some noise. Woo! The original hybrid. Fuck you, Tesla. The original hybrid. Cat dog. Well, I would say that I'm more of a cat person if I had to choose. I feel like cats get a bad rap. People think cats are lazy. I disagree. Think about it. A suicidal cat has to work nine times harder than a person. <laughs> That's a joke about killing that same pussy over and 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 over. Speaking of killing the same pussy over and over again, I am married. That's a callback right there. Let me check my phone's missed calls. Oh, I missed one from back. That's where it came from. I'll return that call. Now, I'll leave this, this just for Pam. Pam, I don't know if I told you, I have the ultimate heckling story. So last week in Richmond, do you, uh, you guys know Richmond, California? Not the Richmond district, not the inner Richmond. Richmond, California. The only city in the Bay Area that was named sarcastically. How would I describe the socioeconomic status of the people that live in this here town? <laughs> That's rich. That's how they came up with it. I was on stage in Richmond, or as I like to call it, lack of fundsmond. And while on stage, I was heckled. Somebody threw a catalytic converter at me. Yeah, it sounds dangerous, but it was my catalytic converter. So it's all good. It was a return policy. I got it back. All right, I'm really going to stretch it out. One more, one more joke. Uh, my day job's in construction, so I want to try these out on you guys. Uh, the people in the construction world aren't known as being great intellects, so I like to drop dad jokes on them. Uh, I saw a guy working a jackhammer this afternoon out on the sidewalk using a jackhammer, and I told him, you know what, sir? I appreciate you. I find your work groundbreaking. And none of his coworkers laughed, but these guys are getting paid to watch another man jack all over in public, and nobody's talking about it. These are the real issues, Mutiny Radio. I'm loud. I'm feeling very Sam Kennison in here. By that, I mean I'm sweating and I'm overweight. You guys have been great. I've been Charlie. Have a great evening. Yay, Charlie. Yay, Charlie Spink. Yay. That was amazing. I love wordplay. Jack it off all over town. Uh, G <laughs> Gary, he gets on a plane and they're like, jack it off, jack it off. He's like, I don't know. Uh, is Gary Hughes coming? Did he disappear? Ah, uh, 
like that accidentally did a cum joke. Uh, it's all about dicks all the time. I can't get away from it. Your next comedian, uh, he, he, he has a wealth of knowledge, as we learned on the previous podcast, uh, about all kinds of things. Put your hands together, everybody, for Guthrie. Yay! Thank you so much. Let's get another hand for Charlie, everyone. Thank you. So uh, I'm wearing my Yeezys today. I know. I love my Yeezys. You can't feel the hate in them, but I do know they portray an anti-Semitic vibe. So I've been wondering, how do I get past this? How can I wear my Yeezys in comfort without portraying that level of hate? And I think I figured it out, ladies and gentlemen. It's called a net zero hate of dressing. You gotta dress with balance. The most Jewish person on your shirt, you can wear whatever the fuck you want on your feet. And that's my message to you, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Trying some new jokes tonight. So, my girlfriend has a service dog, right? And people pet this service dog while it's working. And I'm like, how do we deter people from petting this service dog? So I figured out the strategy. They pet the dog on the head, I pet them on the head. Pet the dog on the ass. Fortunately, I got to pet them on the ass. I really hope it's not a woman. So far, this has come up once in life with the dog going into a dispensary. And this guy just pets him on the head like, hey, buddy, how you doing? Security guard with a gun. I did not have the balls to pet him on the head. Stay tuned, folks. Eventually, I'll pet someone. <laughs> so my girlfriend and I, we've been dating for about five years. And I'm straight. She's bi. But I swear our relationship dynamics closer to lesbians. We moved in after a month. 90% of our sex is just eating pussy. About to get a car. Guess what brand? Subaru. So. I'm high-key unemployed and almost just fell off the stage, so I'm just going to talk here. <laughs> Sorry, camera. Here, let me catch you. My God, this is a disgrace. I'm going to fall off this shit like jackass, and that's how I'm going to get famous. Anyways, so I'm high-key unemployed. I've been applying for jobs, just no fucking results, and I'm like, how can I stand out? I'm going to put lesbian on my applications. Problem is, once I get that interview, they're going to see my hair and be like, this guy's way too feminine to be a lesbian. Not going to work. <laughs> Anyways. So, I've been thinking about, like, what vehicle people are obsessed with or what type of transportation kind of really tells me a lot about their personality. So, I've been thinking, you know, you love boats, probably have a cocaine problem. Like fast cars, probably have a small dick. If you like planes, turns out you're probably a child. Rocket ships, billionaire naturally. Trains, you might be a little bit autistic, and subs, you're probably a fucking sociopath. Anyways, have you guys ever noticed that Mormons and morons are one letter apart? I don't really have a joke for that. That's just all I got. Um, I had a longer bit that's not going to work in this minute, so I'll just leave it It's okay. It there. Do it. Do your longer bit. It's fine. Oh, okay, okay. So, uh, <laughs> anyone had a Lunchable lately? Yeah, yeah, they're pretty solid. Uh, they actually updated them recently. You get Kit Kats with them. Anyone notice this? Yeah, pretty fucking good. Uh, they also have Capri Suns, per usual, as always. How did Capri Suns get past the plastic straw ban? 
They're the only fucking vessel. And I'm going to be honest, I like Capri Suns more than turtles. Does anyone disagree with me? Because turtles are fucking racist pieces of shit. Have you seen these videos? There's videos on the internet. Guy with a white shoe. Turtle goes around. Howdy, neighbor. How you doing? There's a black shoe. It just goes ram, 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 ram repeatedly. All I'm saying is I'm going to drink Capri Suns until turtles are extinct. Cancel the fucking turtles. Fuck racist turtles. And that's all I have for you guys. Thank you so much. Guthrie, everyone. Hates turtles. Yeah. In Maryland, they used to make a thing called turtle soup, and it was very popular. And now they make fake turtle soup because you're not supposed to murder and eat turtles. But I heard they taste like chicken. Your next comedian is one of my favorite people in the world. And he's so funny and wonderful. Clap your hands together for Spencer Devine. Yay! No, I have not. I have not seen the racist turtle YouTube video. Uh, I have seen the popularly famous turtle fucking a boot video, and he's having a great time. Doesn't seem racist. Doesn't seem concerned that it's not a turtle. They, uh, I think they are the most unjudging animals, and I ripped apart your joke at the logic. So stitch, stitch that one back together. Uh, when I'm not disappointing you or my parents. Um, I play Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, and that disa- that disappoints the Christians, though. <laughs> the, I don't know why they hate Dungeons and Dragons so much. Um, got me to thinking maybe it's like a board game thing. Like, do they hate board games? It's like, shoots and ladders, the tools of the devil. Who do you have a hat? Do you have a mustache? Are you a woman? A man? Black? White? It does not matter, for God does not guesseth who. Have you? It's from. Have you read John three nineteen? Do not waketh daddy. Do you guys know the board game? Do not wake daddy. Fucking what a weird board game. A lot of unspoken context in Do Not Wake Daddy. Why are those kids up? What happens if Daddy wakes up? Nothing good. Or they wouldn't have made a board game out of it. And you know why they 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 hate they hate Dungeons and Dragons? Because honestly, it gives people an outlet to be legitimate psychopaths. See? See what happens? <laughs> Fucking bad shit. Uh, no, you, you ask your friend who's a nerd, you're like, oh, hey, Jeff. Jeff, would you ever kill a man? And Jeff's like, no, of course I would never kill a man. What a, an absurd question. And then you're like, hey, Jeff, would you kill a hypothetical man? And he's like, yeah, I would kill 100 men and their families and burn down their village and fucking take everything they've ever owned. Rule number one of Dungeons and Dragons. Above everything else, loot the body. 
loot the body. That's rule number one. It's not about tolerance. It's not about finding nonviolent solutions. It's like, hey, empty that orc's pockets. Turn them out. Who knows what he has? Fucking makes me think like people who are mugging me in real life. It's very nice of them to not kill me first. Could all could always be fucking worse, you guys. Uh, when someone's not confident in themselves, they'll go fishing for compliments. You know, it's like. Uh, but I'm more confident, so I go noodling for compliments. Uh, which means I just walk out the door and I'm like, tell me why I look good. And then I wait. You know, it's a lot. It's a lot more straightforward. It's not like, oh, I feel fat today. And then the fish are down below and the fish are like, oh, no, she's feeling fat today. And the other fish is like, no, it's a trap. Jeff never came back. It's a trap. She feels fat every day. <laughs> it's like, no, I want to make you feel good. <sighs> and the thing is, when someone's fishing for compliments, in that metaphor, you're not in control. They think you're as dumb as a fish is. Like, if you bite that shit, that it was a trap the whole time. But I'm not, I get compliments sometimes, you know, not to ego brag. Uh, but I don't like compliments. I hate them. Uh, so imagine, in that metaphor, I'm a man standing in a boat, and there's just fish jumping in the boat. And I'm like, no! Get out of here! I'm not comfortable with the attention! No! Uh, thank you, Pamela. Uh, I'll close with this joke. Um, you guys... Remember the Tootsie Pop commercial? Art, you might not. I think it was an American commercial. Do you know the Tootsie Pop commercials? Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. That's like 25% of my audience. Okay, so there's a kid. There's a kid with a Tootsie Pop. What a baby psychopath he is. Just walking around with a lollipop, unsupervised art. And he just walks into the woods. And he's like, hey, Mr. Owl. The, the, a Tootsie Pop is a lollipop with Tootsie Pop uh, with a Tootsie Roll in the center. So it's like lollipop chocolate center. And he's like, hey, Mr. Owl, how many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? Because when you lick it, okay, you lick it until you get to the chocolate center. I'm just explaining for context. He's the lollipop, okay? And so, the and now, fun nature fact. Did you know that the Tootsie Pop is not in the diet of the North American feather-crusted barn owl? And they will die if you feed them one? Also, secondary question. Uh, do owls have tongues? Think about it. It seems like a silly question, but if owls go, yes, do, is there a tongue or an empty predatory abyss? Uh, just think about it. And the owl, what does the owl do? He goes, one, two, honk. Because Art, like Art, he's never seen a Tootsie Pop before. He doesn't know what it is, doesn't know how to eat one. Uh, and then, you think that kid would stop? No, he then 
goes to a cemetery. And he's like, hey there, Mr. Anthropomorphic living skeleton. How many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? Fun nature fact, skeletons also have no tongue. You know, no, they, you grow your hair forever, you grow your nails, your tongue gets eaten by maggots. Not a fun fact, just a real fact. Uh, necromancy. Okay, that's my last message. Thank you, Evan Spencer Devine. Thank you, Pam Pam. Yay! Spencer Devine! Woo, that was amazing. Hey, bye, Charlie Spink. That was incredible. Your next comedian. Uh, wow, what a joy and a wonderment he is. Uh, everybody, put your hands together. It's Kane! Yay! Hey, uh, Harvey, can I ask you a question? Be, do you think you, be honest, do you think you uh, fuck good? Yeah. All right. But let me ask you this. Have you ever seen a chihuahua fuck, though? All right, look. If you saw a chihuahua fuck, I think it might change your perspective on things a little bit. Like, I didn't notice it until my ex pointed out, like, damn. See that chihuahua fuck? And I was like, what do you mean? She was like, look at him. He busted a hundred fucking times. He's still going. He hasn't broken a fucking sweat. He just sticks his tongue out and he fucking pants. And he just, he just keeps fucking going, like, all crazy and shit. And I was like, damn, you're right. I was like, I wish I could be seven pounds and just live off nothing. I don't know. This is a new, this is a new idea I had. I figured I'd try it on you. Cause I figured you've, uh, so, uh, midgets. A lot of people don't like the word midget, but I feel like calling them little people is like just as fucked up. It's like, it's like you're saying they're not a whole person. They're just a little person. I think it's kind of fucked up to like define people with like one word or define them around like something they have or they suffer with. Like, you know what I mean? You would never see someone with AIDS and say, nah, I'm work on that one. I gotta work. I gotta, I'm gotta. i work backwards from the punchline on that one. Oh, fuck it. I'll say it anyways. Like, you would never see someone with AIDS and call them like an amino monkey or some shit. You know what I mean? Like, that's just really fucked up. You would just say, oh, they have AIDS, you know? So I feel like for, instead of calling midgets little people or calling them midgets, we should just say like, we should just say they have like midgetitis or they're suffering from like, we'll never ride a roller coasterosis. You know what I mean? I feel like that's way less fucked up. And you're not defining them at that point. It's just like those are things that they'll never do. Like, you know, ride roller coasters or see above the counter at Walgreens. I'm going to work back. <laughs> I'm going to work. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's hella true. I need to work backwards from the punchline on this one. You know, I, people really just love to rip on midgets. And, uh, you know, they really... They're, they're like the one group of people that doesn't really give a fuck. Like, you never you never see, like, midget lives matter, like, you know what I mean? Like, you just never see, like, a riot of, like, just all midgets, like, burning down buildings and throwing shit through glass. Like, you just never see that. It just doesn't happen. They don't they don't care that. It'd be hilarious if they did, though. They just, they don't give that much of a fuck. Yeah, I might save some of that for that joke. What else do I got here? <laughs> That was a good one. <laughs> so uh, I didn't know who Cardi B was until a few weeks ago, and it was really confusing. I was not understanding why everyone was talking about WAPs all of a sudden. I just thought everyone was hating on Italians again for the first time in, like, 50 years. I was like, this is really weird. Why is everyone talking about, like, owning 
Italian people. That's been illegal for like at least 200 years now. And then I came to find out that it actually stands for wet ass pussy, which is cool, I guess. But uh, I think Italian slurs are funnier. I got to work backwards on that one. Uh, uh, I really don't know what else from these I want to do. Uh, fuck it. I guess I'll try this one. So uh, I hate my job. I work in construction. And uh, I fucking hate my job, but at least I'm good at it. You know what I mean? Like, I could never work at a suicide hotline, mostly because I'm way too agreeable. And that job, you're supposed to be the most disagreeable person ever. You're not just supposed to be like, yeah, yeah, I get why you feel that way. Yeah, dude, I, I would do that too. You know what I mean? You can't do that. I could never work at Moderna or Pfizer either because I'm too much of a people pleaser. And I just see everyone online talking about how vaccines make you autistic, and I'd actually make that come true just to people, please. And I could never be a hearse driver either because I'm always in a rush. I'm always late places, and you can't really show up late to a funeral with the man of the hour in the back of your car. That's kind of fucked up. No one appreciates that. And you can't drive like you're a pizza driver not trying to pay that 30-minute free pizza fee because no one's going to be happy when you show up and they open the casket and their great aunt kind of looks like this. All fucking twisted. Thank you. That's all I got for today. Will you, before you go, will you do the dead cat joke? I forget what it is. The hoarding cat joke. Oh, do you remember yeah. that one? So that one went, uh. Just the one-liner part. Growing up with an animal hoarder, I think I buried more pets than a serial killer. Hey, I like that joke. Yay, Kane. Yay. Hey. Uh, hey, your next comedian, he has a great podcast that was just before this show called trust me my friends an expert it was really fun today <laughs> um, it's fun every time you should go back and listen to past episodes but you get to watch him right now everybody put your hands together for weed himself everybody it's dakota price yay yeah, yeah it's me dakota price weed incarnate yeah Woo! i fucking love weed uh <laughs> Dude, uh, I'm from Texas, like you guys know, right? These are some facts about me. You know, I am a former felon, a former rapper. Uh, I'm a father. <laughs> you know, all these crazy things. Anyway, I'm from Texas, right? And uh, I don't know if you all already know, but in the year 2018, I was incarcerated for the possession of marijuana. Marijuana? Marijuana? Uh stupid considering that i have a license to sell weed and can fucking smoke weed out there and have a cop light my joint for me you know out in these california streets but while i was in jail for a year i had time to you know uh read and study and one thing i studied was a uh, texas law because uh, i've had there was a book of texas laws and i found out that uh texas hates everything that uh, i think is cool and you know the first thing you know like weed's illegal right we know that because I'm sitting in jail. And, <laughs> and then, you know, uh, I got you know, further reading through this book, and I found out that sodomy is illegal in Texas. Do you know what sodomy is? It's butt fucking. It's fucking in the ass. It's illegal in Texas, technically. Like, yeah, so, yeah. So that's, why I was, that's why I was in jail. Butt fucking. No, uh, but, like, seriously, like, it's, not, it's not policed, really, but... I like to think it is. I like to imagine that there's like a, a, a lone force of like like lone rangers out there just like getting anonymous tips. Like, I think they're fucking in the ass in there. 
breaks the door. <laughs> Are you fucking in the ass right there? Hey, he's fucking in the ass. Officer, he's fucking in the ass with no lube. Tase him. Uh, fucking the only way these dudes can come now is fucking getting tased while fucking in the ass. The only way they can come now. Cops are causing more problems than they're solving. No, uh. <laughs> fucking in the ass in here. No, uh, but sodomy, if you actually look up the definition of sodomy, sodomy also includes uh, fellatio and includes sucking dick. It's, yeah, so Texas is anti blowjob. Anti abortion, anti blowjob. Where the fuck am I supposed to nut? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Jesus Christ. But you know, like, that's like, that's really bold. They're like, no fucking the ass, no getting your dick sucked. Dude, everybody loves getting their dick sucked. My homegirl down the street, she loves getting her dick sucked. And I'm really good at sucking it, too. I just like, oh, I just go to town. I just fucking take it balls deep. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, where am I? Whatever, you know? Uh, yeah. Texas hates all the cool things. That would be, like, super illegal in Texas. They're like, fucking drag shows? No! You know, actually, I, I fucking hosted a drag show last month. That is illegal in other states. I had a whole fucking moment. I was smoking weed while hosting a drag show. I was breaking. Dude, I had a. Oh, my God. One more thing was uh, that I found out is illegal in Texas. Uh, anybody here own dildos? Yeah, Pam. Yeah, hell yeah, Pam. And you got one of those that plugs into the wall, don't you? No? Is it discreet? I don't know. She's like, ah, whatever. Like, fuck a dildo. It's 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 a it's a stick. Fuck it. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know the way to flip that joke around. I don't. I didn't know. Uh, but it is illegal to own more than five dildos in the state of Texas. Yeah. It's, it, yeah, it's, it is a law. It's, it falls under the Texas Obscenities Law. It's a real thing. Yeah, yeah, but it's illegal to own more than five dildos. And I just, yet again, imagine those same lo lone rangers kicking indoors, just being like, hey, they got dildos in here. Line them out. Line them out. All right, one, two, three, four. Five. That one has two sides. That's more than one dildo. Sir, this one vibrates. It has batteries. That's an automatic assault dildo. Shoot it. We saved another one. That was my time, guys. Yay! Dakota Prize! Illuminating the strange hypocrisies of part of our nation. Hooray! That was lovely. Uh, hey, that was really exciting because he was talking so much about dick sucking. And uh, segue to our next comedian, absolutely the king of dick sucking himself. Put your hands together for Brady Pearson. Hey, guys. How you doing? So there are, okay, there, there's, well, like we said, there's only one lady. Well, that's Pam, right? Okay, good. So now it's just us men, right? What I really love is like all this. So, when you guys talk about cocksucking, do you think about it or something? Is that something you all think about? Like you make jokes about it, like you think about it. So, does that mean like you're all kind of queer anyway, right? Isn't that what we're saying? Like, is there a single guy in this room that has not thought of sucking their own dick? Come on, when you were 16, I'm a guy. We all tried to do it. 
you remember, you may not have been as excited as I was. I thought I was going to try to break a fucking rib to get there. All right, so, so guys, you're into it, right? Do you, do you not like it? Do you not like having your cock sucked? It's great. Would you, yeah, yeah. Would you would you do it for anyone else? Or is, is that something that you would? On what? He said for a friend. What's surrounding the dick? Oh my God! This is some trans rights shit going on right now. Oh, I see. Okay, well that's good. So guys, I have a question for you. Like, are there any alpha males in the house? No, no. See that that's the thing, right? I hear all you straight guys talking about alpha, beta, and now there's sigma males. Is that, is that also a thing? Is there like an omega male where you all fucking just die? I would love that. I'm an omega male. Oof. Thank God for that. I mean, more dick for me. Do else I want to talk about? Oh, what else? Um, oh, is anyone else excited about the billionaire return policy? You can just stuff five billionaires down into the sea and then... It's exciting, right? If, that, if you ever want to get rid of billionaires, that's what we can do. Because like billionaires are getting out of control. It's like billionaire control. We should start doing that, right? They want to go put themselves five at, five at a time down. And, poof. and now what's really exciting about billionaires is like they are our own ed- entertainment, right? Are you guys are, are, you, are you up for the cage match? Are you excited? Yeah, the cage, right? right? Okay, so are you Zuck or Elon? Which one are you? Elon, okay, okay, and are there any Zucks in the house? Anyone for Zuck? Oh, no. I mean, you don't like him, but he's going to willing. I think you're talking about threads, but, um, oh, yeah, but have you now heard that, like, Elon Musk wants to see Zuck's dick? Yeah, he tweeted today. He's like, let's, let's really measure our dicks together. Is that where we are? Can we just send all these motherfuckers in a tube to the bottom of the ocean? Go, you might like that. Let's see what else I want to think about today. Yeah, it's not fun making straight fun of straight straight guys and fun of straight guys. It doesn't work out that well. They're not the most receptive audience, you know. You all okay? Yeah, just want to make sure you're doing all right. Okay, you're cool. Oh, then I'm cool. If you're cool, then I'm cool. Are you sure? You're cool. So I'm very excited about the new right turn our country's taking. Yep. Thanks, babe. I want to fight it with being as queer as I possibly can. And so I'm going to leave you with a song from this, a musical I will never write called Little Orphan Fanny. And it goes a little something like this. Your son will come out tomorrow. That'll be a bottom and he'll swallow all my cum. He'll be gay and he won't be lonely. I'll jizz on his chin. He'll grin and say, tomorrow, tomorrow, I'll bottom tomorrow. It's only a gay away thank you i'm brady it's a hard cock life for brady brady pearson everyone yay i love your musical it will always live in infamy i can't wait to see a bunch of uh 
boys dressed as girls redoing Annie. I mean, just the orphan scenes are going to be incredible. I mean, the fist fucking scenes. We're going to get Mark Neuer on this right away. I'm just kidding. Your next comedian. I'm so excited that he's here. I heard you killed it last night at Mission Cannabis. Put your hands together for Ernest Evangelista. Yeah, I killed someone. Because they were black. Okay, hey guys, how you guys doing? Only, I like the musical, but uh, where did Brady go? Only a gape away. A gape. Because that's, yeah. Gape an asshole. God bless you. Um. Hey, guys, can I pretend? Can I holler at you guys sexually? Can I, man, you, you, you look, hey, girl, you look like your pronoun is them because them jeans is fat. Okay, never mind. Okay. You guys want to hear a joke? Look at my haircut. I told him to give me the lesbian. Because that's what my girlfriend's dad told me. He's he's white and racist. And that's why I love her. And, um, but yeah, guys, I'm what you call uh, a lesbian starter kit. Okay, what's up, guys? You guys don't like lesbians? You too, sh- you too straight to eat the pussy? Okay, there's a kid that walked by. Um, you guys ever eat pussy cat? Cause you're Asian. You guys ever killed a pussy? Cause you're Asian. And you do voodoo. You guys ever killed a man in Oklahoma just to watch him die? That's how you fucking get hard. Okay. Um. I don't know what's going on, guys. Did you guys, you guys look like skaters. Okay. Did you guys notice that they arrested all the skaters uh, on Saturday? I say good riddance. Because finally, SFPD is doing something about the homeless problem. Because what are skaters but homeless people with wheels? Okay, okay. You guys you guys know how we could really fix the homeless problem? With your boy Elon Musk. Because you know he's like firing every like freaking, uh, hey dude. That's my twin. Um, he's like firing every like, uh, every uh, Twitter uh, person, Twitter worker. And you know, um, he wants to do the microchipping. You know what you should do? Microchip the homeless people. How genius is that? And we microchip him and teach him to code and give him fentanyl and make him work. I don't know. All right, guys. I'm going to talk to Elon and show him my dick. Guys, give it up for Pam, guys. Evangelista, everyone. Ernest Evangelista. 
He's, he's not wrong about the technology. My cats, no, my cats are chipped and my dogs were always chipped. I want to be able to find them when they're lost. I mean, just no. Well, they want to, I mean, existentially, it'd be nice if someone could find me. Uh, your next comedian, I can't find myself. Your next comedian, we're, we, um, we're, we have to jump. The two people are late, so Harvey, you're next. I tried to tell you, but then you didn't notice, and I tried, though. But no, it's okay. You're great. I'm excited that you're next. Put your hands together, everybody, for Harvey Walsher Vaughn. Yay. All right, y'all, couple of things right off the bat. One, dad's black. Two, that sucks. That's it. No, my, dad, my dad is black, um, and it sucks because he's black, and I still look this white. I want to be black, too. And that sucks. Because wanting to be black is the whitest shit I do. Like, I know this because when I'm undercover with a bunch of white guys, this question always comes up. If you had to be another race, what race would you be? Every white guy says black every time. Isn't that right, Kane? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do look really white, though. And I've been told that looking white is a privilege, of course. But it does make me feel like I'm not at all mixed, right? I'll never be the victim of a hate crime. I get that, and it's incredible. I would never take that for granted. But I do think it would help me feel included in the black community. Look, here's how I feel. If you call me the n-word, then fuck you. But thanks for noticing. No, I don't get called the n-word. I do get called one racial slur, and if I'm being honest, some of you guys have probably thought it yourselves in your head while I've been up here. Uh, and that word is logic. Uh, if you know, you know. By the way, have y'all noticed that all the worst words you can call someone have G's right in the middle of the word? Like the N-word, two G's. Faggot, two G's. Muggle, two G's. That's the M-word of autism. Only they can say it. Yeah, I'll say, so I'll say faggot uh, because I've been called a fag so much. But I don't touch the N-word. And in my head, that makes sense. But technically, I have it backwards. Like I'm 25% West African. My family's from the South. My dad made me download Cash App. I could say the N-word. And I shouldn't say fag. I only like dick when it's attached to hot chicks. And that shit isn't even gay anymore. Uh, speaking of gay, new pride flag just dropped. They included two stripes, a black stripe and a brown stripe for people of color. 
as a quarter of color, I appreciate it. We love inclusion. I do think it is a bit weird that these two groups get lumped together so often, though. In my opinion, it feels a little bit like having a flag for little people and people with Down syndrome. On the surface, there are similarities. Small hands, big butts, special bathroom equipment. But I don't know if anyone in either community wants to be united by these characteristics, you know? All right, y'all, that's, that's the set. Appreciate it. Yay, Harvey! All right, uh, comments are back here. What do you got, Spence? I like the Latinx tag. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I feel like it's a good. Yeah, I tried to take your advice from last time and mix it with, like, mix the two sets just so it was less, like, one, two down, I guess. I think you did a great job with addressing the black dad in the first sentence and saying, like, here's what it is. Uh huh. And then rolling into those jokes. Yeah, I did. I, yeah, and I think in a longer set, you could um, potentially add more mm -hmm. of the, the second joke. In it because I love I love like the uh, the gay guy being like this doesn't match with <laughs> anything in my apartment. I felt like that was a really funny part of it. Yeah, cool. um, I know you ran out of time. Even so. if you don't mention the Asian, but you could you could go. It was there, but you it was uh, we it was an experiment. It you was don't an experiment. have to, but you could. It wasn't <laughs> terrible. All right, I appreciate the feedback. I think you do look like Logic. He just Ooh. looked up. I didn't know what Logic was. Yeah. And, uh, he showed me, and I was like, oh. I, I need to come up with tags yeah, for that and also just, like, like surface it better, I think. But, yeah. Art, you walked out. I was going to say, like, uh, I was going to say some of y'all already called me that in your head, like, Art, because that one time you're like, yo, logic. People can think of things. Anyway. Oh, fact. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Harvey. Yay! Yay! Hey, your next comedian was just referenced in your last comedian set. Put your hands together for Art Galustian. Yay! Boo, boo me. Boo. Boo. Okay, that's enough. My dad is not black. Thank God. I'm just kidding. Um, I'll start with a fucked up joke. I, uh, <laughs> I, was, I was driving, actually, in the mission. I was getting burritos right over there. And I saw this kid with Down syndrome. And he was, like, feeding a bunch of pigeons. And it was really cute because he was, like, really into it, right? And then all of a sudden, he lunges and he grabs one. He caught one. He's, like, like holding it in his hand. And he's, like, rubbing his face on it. He's kissing it. He really loves that pigeon. It was kind of cute. But I was getting worried because, like, I'm not a scientist, right? Like, I don't know how diseases spread. But, like, what if that pigeon catches Down syndrome, you know? I don't know how it works. I'm just. I uh, I was just in Armenia for two and a half weeks. That's where I was born. Uh, it was cool. But uh, I say that to transition to my next joke. That wasn't a smooth transition, but I tried. Uh, uh, I'm an immigrant. I have a sister. And me and my sister, we always compete, right? Like, who is the parent's favorite child, right? Because as immigrants, you get to do things for the first time. You get to achieve things for the first time in your family, right? Like, for example, my sister... She's the first in our family to get a PhD. She's a doctor. That's pretty cool. And I'm the first in our family to get arrested. So, yeah. Thank you, Paul. 
this is a true story. What happened was I was driving and I had weed in the car and I got pulled over. And as I was getting pulled over, I was actually listening to Jay-Z, not Logic. I was listening to Jay-Z, 99 Problems. Um, so when the cop walked up to me and he asked me, do you know why I pulled you over? The first thing that my stupid ass thought of was just the lyrics to that song. I might have been high. Um, so when the cop asked, do you know why I pulled you over? I said, because I'm young and I'm black and my hat's real low. Do I look like a mind reader, sir? I don't know. And the cop looked at me like, what the fuck? Then he smelled the weed in the car. He goes, like, can you get out of the car? I'm going to search it. Again, I remember the lyrics to the song, and Jay-Z responds to that question with, well, my glove compartment is locked, so is the trunk in the back, and I know my rights, so you're going to need a warrant for that. So I told the cop, you're going to need a warrant for that. He goes, get the fuck out of the car. Then I looked at the cop, and I said nothing. Because I forgot the rest of the lyrics to that song. That's how I got arrested. I have no new jokes, so I'm just doing all my old shit. It's great. Uh, I'll do a really old joke that never really worked, but fuck it. We're at open mic. Uh, I got matched with this girl on Tinder, and her profile bio said, I don't date men with kids. I was like, ah, right, that's cool. So I started talking to her, asked her what she does for work, and she says she's a social worker working for the Child Protective Services. And she explains to me they're the people that take kids away from abusive homes. And then she goes, have you ever heard of them? I was like, of course I have. Like, thank God for them because I actually wouldn't be able to date you if they didn't take my kids away. That's the joke. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Yay! Art's back and he's getting his comedy sea legs back. Yay! Next time you got to do jokes in Armenian. Is that the language? Is it called Armenian or is it something? And see, that's how dumb I am. I have no idea. In any of it. I have no idea. No, but I think he could have a joke. Burn. I'm sure there's an Armenian joke. There's got to be something that happened when you were away. Your next comedian, I guess we're on a show together out in the out in the sticks tonight. Yeah, hey, put your hands together, everybody, for John Gallagher. Yeah. Guys, Pride Month just ended, but most importantly, it was uh, Grimace's birthday. Do you know that, which is pretty cool? Yeah. I like to know that Grimace celebrates his birthday just like a white woman, just all month long, forever. It's pretty exciting. The weird thing, do you know Grimace is supposed to be a milkshake, by the way? The Grimace is supposed to be a big, it's furry. You know, that's a, it, it's, it's gross. Grimace is a furry milkshake, and that's disgusting. And then in honor of Grimace, you're supposed to drink a milkshake. It's like, are we drinking Grimace's blood or cum? What the fuck is this weird blood ritual to pay tribute to fucking Grimace? I feel like there's some weird thing we're just ignoring. It's like, yeah, ignore pride, but Grimace. Grimace is taking over this month now. Anyway, uh, I had a weird experience uh, last week. I'm getting old, and I'm getting insecure about uh, things in different ways. Like, I was, I was in a, I went to take a shit. Well, I, I went to the urinal in the bathroom stall. I w didn't take a shit, but I was going to piss sitting down, which is embarrassing, but I was tired. You know, I wanted a little break. I wanted a little, I want a little mind vacation, you know? Sometimes those are nice. And then as I'm sitting down, this guy, we're in a bar, and this guy just kind of starts, like, fucking hitting the door and just starts rolling around. I'm all, and I started to have a weird moment of insecurity because I was like, oh, man, he's, he's going to hear I'm not shitting. He's going to hear I'm pissing. He's going to think I'm a pussy. So instinctively, what I did to offset that was just I started making sniffing sounds. Like, I'm just, no, I'm just doing blow. Like, that's all. 
No, I'm cool. I'm just doing cocaine. I'm definitely not pissing like a girl. I'm doing drugs that could kill me like a man, not like a lady. And then I came out, and he's like, all right, man, sorry. I was like, yeah, I'm doing drugs, dude. How dare you? You could have gotten some if you were cool because I definitely wasn't pissing sitting down like a bitch. Anyway, I, uh, guys, uh, uh, there's a book called Fire in Fahrenheit 451. It's a pretty famous book about Ray Bradbury. That's uh, the temperature where books burn, you know? And the entire thesis is that book burning is bad, you know? But is it? I don't think so, you know? As long as you're burning, okay, it, it just burn bad books, you know? That's the whole thing. It's like if you, the, the, the whole problem is they're burning the good books. Don't burn the good books, burn the bad books, you know? That's, that's fine. You can burn those. Like, all I'm saying is Bill O'Reilly has like 10 books. We can, we can knock a few of those off, can't we, you know? Like, Bill O'Reilly has written so much. Let's fucking, you know, give those guys, let's give them a few Bill O'Reilly novels to light these guys and keep homeless people warm at night. You know, that way Bill can do something nice for once in his life, you know? That'll be something helpful. Like, Jeff Foxworthy has, like, seven books. Do we need all those? Do we need, you know, you might be a redneck if you got a, a piece of a pine in your ass. Like, you can lose that, can't you? Like, it's, that's not like burning the fucking Library of Alexandria. We can lose that one to the sands of time. I don't think humanity's going to be any worse you can burn a few redneck jokes i think it's all right yeah okay i uh i, I remember re hearing this thing about how they wanted to i used to i had to sub for a little while and, and middle schoolers are the worst and it, it's apparently it's because middle schoolers are literally so horny they can't learn and it's did you know and like it's so bad that they've thought about like just banning seventh and eighth grade because you you literally can't do anything like socialize have you ever been have you ever been so horny you literally can't take in information? There's just a, like just armies of those people everywhere all the time. Isn't that kind of terrifying to you? Rock hard, just like, and that's hundreds of people all at once. And then they're like, no, no, they, they're too dumb. They're too hard. We can't, we can't give them knowledge. What could they do with this? With knowledge and a boner, they'd be unstoppable. I don't know. That just is a funny thing to do. Anyway, guys, thank you. John Gallagher, everyone. He's a genius. You're, uh, you're so funny and wonderful. Yay. Uh, all right, we have a couple comedians left. Put your hands together for your next one. It's New or not, Newman's not here. Hunate Shakur. Yay. What's up? What's up? Um, I'm also happy. Um, half Indian, half Pakistani, uh, or as my white friends ask, what's the difference? Um, um, I hate when people at work use words I don't understand. Like the other day I was at work and someone was like, Kunate, how do you feel being part of the South Asian diaspora? It's like, what the fuck did you just call me? You can't say that at work. Uh, it turns out it's just a fancy word for immigrant, which is, never knew that. Um, I think we should have been using that word all along because it sounds a lot nicer. Um, you can't really understand what it means when you first hear it. Like, if someone was like, you know, a diaspora took my job, I was like, damn, that's crazy. A ghost took your job? <laughs> like, um, I think it's just immigrant is a scary word because it ends with int. It's like a hard sound. And a lot of scary words end with the same sound, like compliments and commitments and employment, you know? Just all the things that immigrants are good at. Um um, I I saw a guy in a wheelchair yesterday um, hit someone in the face with a metal pole. 
um, at the BART station, and then I watched the cop just be like, don't do that. <laughs> and I was, I was curious. I was like, what? He's like, well, he's in a wheelchair, and it's a lot of work for us to arrest him. Like, we, we'd have to bring in a whole car, and we'd have to put him in a, just too much work. I was like, that's good to know. That's... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, if all I need to do to assault someone is strap on a boot and get away with it, like, I understand. Um, some people ask if uh, my glasses are actually real or necessary, or they're just there to hide my unibrow, and the answer is it's both. Um, um, I like when the economy is doing bad. I don't know what that really means, but I like it because it gives me an excuse. Like, the other day my friend was like, hey, we're going to take Katie out for brunch to celebrate a promotion. I was like, not in this economy. No, we're not. Um, my girlfriend the other day, she was like, we should think about taking the next big step in our relationship. We should move in together. I was like, in this economy? Ah, that makes sense. Shit, yeah, could save on rent. Um, I, look, I looked it up. When the economy is doing really well, you know who else is doing really well? Divorce lawyers. Turns out, when the economy is doing well, people are like, I'm not dealing with this bullshit. Not in this economy. I can do better. <laughs> um, I don't really believe in karma. I know a lot of people do, but I don't. And I don't know what's worse. Like, my cousin got into a motorcycle accident and broke a bunch of bones in his body. And I don't know what was worse for me to go in there and be like, well, you ride a motorcycle. Statistically, it's going to happen. Or if I should have gone in and be like, remember when we were 10 and you pushed me off my bike? Well... Karma. This is God getting you back. Um, I lost my virginity pretty late in life, um, and it changes the experience. So the best way I can describe it is it was like when I went to Pakistan for the first time. Got off the plane, I was like, this is not like the movies. I was like, I was not prepared for this amount of smell to be present. And there's a lot more begging than I expected. I was like... I have nothing left to give. That was all of it. There's, there's the, I should have booked a guided tour. All right. Thank you. Yay. Very funny jokes. Yeah. Um, Paul, it looks like you're the last one here because the other people haven't shown up. The people we're missing are Emily Rudolph, Rafi Wolfgang, but they said something happened with their car and Deep. So, uh, But this might be our last comedian. Oh, I mean, I guess I could tell jokes, but whatever. Uh, put your hands together for Paul Robertson. Yay. <laughs> It's time. Yes. Oh, man, I was trying to write it down outside, but uh, okay, whatever. Let's figure out where I'm at. Um, um, I've been getting older. Anybody getting older? I've been getting older. Thinking about Jesus. Thinking about faith more. About faith. And uh, what was I going to say about that? It's not... These days, faith's harder... Faith's harder. It's not like the 80s. Faith's harder to catch. It's just like AIDS. You can still catch it, but you really got to try these days, you know? Like, it's not like it used to be. But I think it's because, why do I think that? I think, I think it's because, like, we tend to, like, bow down and worship the most useful, powerful thing that we want something from. And it's like, God, will you please, please, please help me with my essay? 
And then ChatGPT is like, I'm on it, bro. You don't need to pray to God anymore. Just We have other places to go now. You don't need God for that. So, you know, we're all just going to be enslaved by that soon. Okay. Um, and I was thinking, because I only have, like, ideas. I got to craft these into jokes, you know. Like, what, what, you know, like, you know, transphobia? That's out there. It's transphobia. And there's that, you know, cliche joke. Well, it's not, you're not really phobia. You're not afraid of trans people. But it's like, okay. But you get people who are transphobic, we call them ignorant. We get angry at them. We're allowed to get angry at them. But at what age are you allowed to start getting angry at somebody? Like a little eight-year-old? Like, you're not a man, you're a woman. Shut up, you little piece of shit. Oh, my God, you're so fucking ignorant. Nine years old? Fucking piece of... 20 years old, you fucking piece of... So somewhere between nine and 20, you can start getting mad at people for being ignorant. That's what we've kind of realized. 15? You piece of shit. You stupid, ignorant piece of shit. Transphobic. 17? 17? Maybe about when you can vote, you can start. Anyway, where do we get to be mad at these people? Where? I don't know. Uh, I was doing um, some jokes that didn't, they stopped working. You ever have a joke stop working? Tony's like, fuck no, bro. And then he went like this. And he did that. You see this man's hair? Fuck no, bro. He did that. Huh? I'm doing it because I'm balding. Here, I'm going to... These are actually... Look, see this? You know who always has a little style? Wally Hippolito. These are his glasses. He left on. I'm trying to meet up with him and give him back to him. Wally's glasses. I look cooler in Wally's glasses because he's got better style than me. Deep, you're here. I'm stalling for you, bro, because I'm the last comic other than Pam, the queen of San Francisco, if she wants to do jokes. Um... <coughs> Deep, what was that joke you're laughing at real hard about the artards that you want to say out loud? What was it? What? It was. I thought it was a really mean-spirited joke. You shouldn't. I'm. He said retard, and I said it's artard. You don't. You don't use the full word. That was really mean of you, Deep. So, I don't want to offend anybody, but his joke. I was just. Deep's like, why is Paul wearing glasses? <laughs> Anyway, my name is Paul Robertson. That's my time. Thank you. Paul Robertson, everybody. Yeah. Lovely. Exposing the hypocrisy rife in society we live in. All right. Uh, hey, everybody. We've got, looks like we have two comics left. Put your hands together for Deep Shaw. Yay. Yeah, I don't know what jokes to do. Uh, what was Paul talking about? Anyone? No, no one wants to talk about that? Okay. Yeah, you have heard all of these jokes. Let's do them again. Uh, <laughs> what, what can I do? Yeah. I do not write a lot. I should write more. Uh... <laughs> Growing up in India, we were always taught about karma. Like you do good and good things happen to you. Have you heard this one before? Oh, okay. You were so, you were listening so intensely, I thought this is new for you, but no. Yeah, so we were taught about karma, like you do good and good things happen to you. But when I moved here, I realized that all those two billion people in India, 
they must have done some bad shit in their life <laughs> yeah no one with with good karma will be born in india yeah i must have fucked up really bad in my life that's why i was born there unit are you indian oh you fucked up more than me dude <laughs> but but like you were born there or you were born here oh no he he, he did not he did not his his parents did but he did <laughs> just kidding dude no you saved your ass you it worked out well for you okay next joke uh when it do do you uh, yeah pakistan also has arranged marriages right yeah uh are your parents looking for a girl for you how old are you 28 oh they'll start looking in like one month uh but yeah my dad's looking for a bride for me like for an arranged marriage and he keeps sending me these pictures of girls i haven't ended up liking anyone but i know what is my dad's type now yeah most of these girls are like short they have dark hair and all of them have single moms Yeah. My dad is trying to do a buy one get one deal like Costco. <laughs> Even though he is in India and has never heard about Costco. Yeah, but I guess Indians what can you do? Uh Yeah. My mom was recently visiting me from India and we are walking near Pier 39. and we stumbled across this porn dvd shop and in big bold letters it was written porn for or dvds for black gay asian anal vaginal nasal uh, and my mom just told me she was so disappointed in me she was like is this why we took out a loan to send you to the us so that you can bring me to a shop that is still selling dvds <laughs> thanks guys that's my time give it up for pam any didn't do the tag about his mom pulls out her phone and she has it on 5 hd ah she has better shit on her phone that's a good tag to the end of that joke uh all right it's i'm the last person yay you have to suffer. Uh Paul you were talking about when can you be angry at children? Just recently in San Francisco there was a pro-life rally in Civic Center like right in front of City Hall and they bust in at least 50 buses from like Fresno, people whose lives are so shitty. I don't understand why they have problems with abortion. They're like our lives suck. Everyone have babies and hate them. Like I don't understand why they're so against choice. But there were children. There was an 8-year-old boy handing out pamphlets with pictures of like mutilated babies on the front and i was like motherfucker you ain't got a dog in this fight nothing made me angrier than the children with signs and the boy children like and they're all like we're christian and i'm like you, 
oh god i'm so angry at their parents their, their parents are so deluded a i can't hear them over the sound of god not existing do you remember uh where that's what he's outside but um and what's his face used to say joe gorman used to say that um i can't i can't hear you over the sound of god not existing so i'm very angry and these children a child and if it was a little girl like fine maybe someday you can be like i would never but then don't do it yourself anyways you get to be angry at eight-year-old boys that pass you pamphlets about and i'm like i have i'm i'm like no eggs left you little cunt get the fuck out of here look what a this is a woman in menopause no idea what's happening child so you can get angry at children when their parents are stupid that's the thing i'm sorry were you raised super christian I get so mad at Christians. I'm sorry, because I was raised, I'm sorry, whatever. I have a Bible verse tattooed on me, whatever. But that, um, look at, I do. Uh, it says, this is Second Peter 2.11, don't indulge your ego at the expense of your soul. Comedians, every single one of you, the Bible says it here on my arm. Don't indulge your ego at the expense of your soul, children. They're like, we don't understand philosophy or how to read. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, I read books. Um, so there's a Bible verse, and it makes me so angry about Christians. And it's so great at the beginning. It's, look at the birds of the sky. They do not sow or reap or stow away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father takes care of them. What a great statement. Look, you can live your life. You can do what you can. You can survive, and you'll be okay. But then it's followed with the Christian bullshit. Are ye not better than birds? Fucking hubris of us ask. Uh, the birds are better. They do not stow or reap or stow away in barns. You, no, they're better than people. Okay. I hate people. Okay, one more thing from the Bible, just because I'm TED talking today and I have interesting things to know. There in the book of Acts, there is a moment where the church goes from Jesus' teachings of socialism and turns into fascism. <laughs> uh, it's really great. It's the story of Potiphar and his wife. And so they say, hey, everybody in the church, sell all your shit and be a socialist and sell it together. And we're going to have it together. Yay, we're going to take care of everybody. And everyone sells their shit except for Potiphar and his wife. Shh, they didn't sell it all. They sold some of it, but they kept a little for themselves. And then the church brings them in and first to the wife. They say, oh, no, first of the husband, they say, did you lie to us? And did you keep money away from the church? He said, no. And then God struck him down. The church struck him down. They murdered the motherfucker and they, burned, they buried him outside. Then they bring in the wife and they question her. Well, hello, did you, we talked to your husband. We'd like to know from you. Did you? And, and then they killed her too. And so that's when socialism turned into fascism. It's like in Acts uh, chapter 4. Anyways, I love talking to super Christians and <laughs> turning their own Bible against them. Uh, let's say that was four minutes. Okay. Did everyone learn something about the Bible? One last Bible story that's my favorite, favorite Bible story. The story and I ask this to any person who's like super religious. I'm like, explain to me why the story of Lot's daughters is important. Lot's wife turns into a pillar of salt because she looks back at Sodom and Gomorrah because of the sinful times. And God, she liked getting rammed in the ass. I don't know why she looked back. She missed the life. She wanted to have fun. Who knows? Her house was burning down. She wanted to see. Anyway, they run up into the hills. The daughters think that they're the last people on earth. And they've got Lot there. So what do they do? They get their dad stinking drunk, fucking shit-faced drunk. And then they fuck him. They fuck their dad to keep the Jewish people alive because they think they're the last people on the planet because they just saw this whole city be destroyed. What does this mean, biblical scholars? What is the meaning? And 
even before this, even before this, when the angels come to say, like, oh, we're going to save you guys, the, the people in the town try to rape the angels, and he goes, do not rape these angels. Have my daughters instead. He throws his daughters, his virgin daughters, into the street to the mobs of men, and then later they fuck him. What is the moral of this story? I challenge you. <laughs> Go read Genesis. Okay, thank you guys. Bye. Yay. Swimming through a sea of podcasts. Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports. Vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> Every Monday at 6 p.m., it's Joke Workshop, streaming live on mutinyradio.fm. Lift the veil from your third eye on joke creation and what it takes to be a stand-up comic in the five shakasanas of San Francisco's comedy scene. This all-ages open mic invites Oh, pre-sign by Venmoing 2 to $5 at Mutiny Radio. Join us live for a small and special audience at the Mutiny Radio studio and gallery performance space, 2781 21st Street at Florida Street in the deep, deep, deep mission. Every Monday at 6 p.m. Does my ponytail look cool? Thank you, namaste. Tuesday used to be the most unlikely night for fun. But every week at 6 p.m., come to OMG's Tuesday Open Mic. And see comics work out new material for free. For free. They get your Tuesday night party on with two-for-one well drink specials during the 6 to 8 p.m. show. Check out Eventbrite to reserve your free seat every Tuesday, 6 p.m. At OMG on Savory 6th Street. Savory 6th Street. Show up to go up. Hey, kids. It's your pal, Spider-Man. <laughs> Sorry, Spiderman. Autumn Spiderman. But I'm not swinging through the senior facility, best in Mysterio at Boggle, or getting beautifully plowed by the Rhino. I'm headed down to Mutiny Radio at the corner of 21st and Florida. They got some schlemiels doing the laugh laugh. But hey, don't be a schmuck and donate 2 to $5 on... Hold, hold on, what is this? Let me get my glasses. The print's too small. Venmo? 
That's not real. What is that, Swedish? You knew that, right? This is in San Francisco. I'll drown it on. I'll, it's nap time. The year is 2023. Oh, I wish that laughter had value and the unexpected laugh was priceless. Worry not. True entertainment has brought us a savior in who's that live.com. Oh, finally, an escape from the apocalyptic nightmare I live in. You can go to who's that live.com and buy comedy tickets. And you're in a raffle, I guess. True, 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 true production. First Sundays of every month, join your friends from Mutiny Radio at Hotel Utah on 4th and Bryant. 5 p.m. first Sundays for free comedy. Is San Francisco getting you down? Is everything too expensive? Not first Sundays of the month at Hotel Utah for free comedy with Mutiny Radio. Incredible lineups every month with the best comic comedians from around the Bay. Join your friends trying to keep things affordable for free comedy first Sundays of the month. Hotel Utah, 4th Street. Weekly comedy at the best neighborhood bar in the city. Join your friends from Mutiny Radio every Thursday at 8 p.m. at the bar on Dolores at 29th and Dolores. Starting after any very important sports game that might happen to be on, you're guaranteed a night of laughter for free. And when paired with the drink specials and the nicest bartender in San Francisco, it'll become a Thursday ritual. Show up to go out for comics, and please, reserve your free tickets on Eventbrite so we know you're coming to laugh. There is... <laughs> happy, happy hour the, is when the comedy is the cheapest. Happy hour, the most free two hours of hour-long comedy on the radio and internet streaming live at 2781 21st Street. Come down, be in the audience. Dog friendly. Dog friendly. We are. Mutiny Radio is absolutely dog friendly. Ooh, a dog party. Ain't no party like a dog party. <laughs> dog party at Mutiny Radio. Every Friday, dog party <laughs> at Mutiny Radio. Happy hour. <laughs> 2781 21st Street. Happy hour. Mutiny Radio. Dot FM. Here. In dot SF. Calling all crusties, punks, and poses. Pick your posteriors up off the pavement. Pack up your pins and patches and prepare to party. The Pacific Northwest Vest Fest returns this Saturday only at the SeaTac Expo Center. Whether you're a leather lover or just a denim demon, if you're looking to dress to impress for less, do not stress. You'll find all the best in pre-distressed vests right here at the Pacific Northwest Vest Fest. With over 40 vendors selling countless crossover styles, you'll find the perfect thing for your scene. Metal, thrash, Walmart, high-vis, and everything in between. All in one place. One day only. Unless it's a jacket. If you need a jacket, take your square ass somewhere else. Never pay for fabric you don't need. And ditch the sleeves, but save the rest for the Pacific Northwest Fest Fest this Saturday only at SeaTac. Bring a can of PBR, get it half price. Daddy, Daddy, what are we going to do today? At 2 p.m. on a Saturday afternoon? Oh, over there at the parklet in front of Atlas Cafe for Titans of Comedy. That, that's Titans of Comedy. Apparently, they've got great sandwiches, 
cafe drinks, and even some of my favorite beverages, like beer, wine, and sangria. All the things I drink to forget your mother. I knew Uncle Blake says you smell like a brewery. What did I say about interrupting me? Anywho, right here on 20th and Alabama in the Deep Mission, paired with tasty comedy from Bay Area's favorite comics. For free! Every Saturday. Or at least the two Saturdays a month that the court mandates I have to see you. It's sunshine, and even in a drizzle, but not too much. Hey, Daddy, remember after soccer practice when it was raining and you didn't come? I really don't. Anywho. You take it with the freezers. Reservations on Eventbrite. Talk in public schools. <laughs> in a tri-level dual world of stand-up comedy, laughter has value and the unexpected laugh is priceless. Who is that live.com? Comedy local shows on sale now. Everyone that purchases a ticket will automatically be entered into a true drawing. Who wants to focus on the genre of stand-up comedy and those that, who's that? Go to whoisthatlive.com for upcoming shows. Double Wednesdays. Join us on a Double journey Wednesdays. into the absurd. Double Wednesdays. Double Wednesdays. Radio Avada. 1109 Double Valencia. Wednesdays. At 22nd. Double Wednesdays. In San Double Francisco. Wednesdays. The Wyatt. Improv. Every month at 7.30, come to OMG on Savory 6th Street for DGIF. Thank gods, it's funny. Every third Friday at OMG, check us out. Free shows, great drink specials, hilarious comics. Every Friday, San Francisco, gouging ya. Here we go, free comedy with Mutiny Radio. You know you love us. Third Fridays of every month, OMG, 6th Street. Come on out with your friends. Mutiny Radio, G-G-I-F at O-M-G.
survival of the fittest when the shit hits the fan. I got my shank in my hand. Black man with the permanent tan. I come from the villa, never ran. Damn. I'm feeling the love, the part of reality. Hit me when I represent the FAP. Straight from the build till didn't play the building. I mean literally when I say y'all make a killing. For my cypher, see I'm finna the bust the pipe. Original heads represent the Brooklyn all night. Do or die, I'm saying it's you or not. Bring your click, so we can get stoned like family sly. Need to see I in the bush. Mighty Mateen rocking the rock, giving the push. your mind and find a time that you miss and just think about the steel in your fist it's just an extension of your arm it's that ghetto type of charm that makes all the homeboys swarm can i drop the bomb oh yes i can move with the groove smooth like geeky dan who is the man that kid there who is the chick with the pick in her hair angela uh davis and we roll like avis rent a car kid there you are you know where to find me whenever you need oh. me Our first three comedians are here, but um, you know how it goes. Uh, it's Friday night. It's time for the happy hour. Could be the last happy hour ever. Mutiny Radio. Could be. Could be. All right. It's the same as it always is. Four minute sets. You'll hear a horn and uh, some exciting news. Ian Lee be back in town from New York. So. Mm. All right, everybody, clap your hands together for your first comedian. It's Dan Lewis. How's it going, guys? Okay. Catch the breath, get settled in here. I don't know how to, I never know how to start. I, a lot of people have like these look-like jokes, you know, like I look like this. I don't really look like anything. I'm pretty much a kind of a blank person in a way. The only thing I ever get is sometimes people are like, you look like uh, Jason Statham. I get that one a lot, which is kind of like, I don't like it because it it's sort of sort of like saying you look like a worse Jason Statham, right? No one's ever like, oh, you look like a more handsome Jason Statham. No one ever does that. And if they do, they're kind of insulting you in other ways inadvertently. Like, no one's going to be like, you know what? You look like a more handsome uh, uh, Jason Statham. Uh, you know what? He should be uh, working at Panera Bread, actually. And you should be the movie star. Anyway. But it is hard, yeah, I got to, uh, I do, once in a while I'll walk somebody, so in comedy, obviously, you guys all know, somebody gets up and leaves during the set, that's walking the person. This happened to me the other day, it was a small child that I walked, and uh, parents told me that was his first steps, actually. They were like, thank you, they were crying, it was amazing. Okay, probably shouldn't do jokes about how bad I am at comedy, that's not good. Guys, I think, uh. Too much of the online porn is kind of distorting my idea of reality. You know, it's like uh, I was driving near uh, UC Berkeley campus the other day, and I was like, oh, maybe I'll see some like, college girls or something. Like that. Then I saw them, and it looked really young. So I was like, ew, it was kind of gross, actually. Because hot college girls, I was picturing like a, a full-grown lady with like, uh, you know, pigtails and uh, C-section scar and all that stuff. Uh, and braces, too, for some reason. That's what I was picturing. This explains my uh, my disappointment and surprise last night uh, when my pizza delivery guy didn't quite have the big juicy cock that I was expecting. <laughs> you, thank you, guys. I have a wrapped 23andMe test in my house. I don't want to take it. My friend bought it for me. 
and I'm not, I don't know if I'm interested. I was talking to another friend of mine about should I do it. He says, whatever you do, don't take that test. Do not take that test. I was like, why? He said, because that's how they caught the Golden State Killer. Guy who killed 13 people. His advice for not being like the Golden State Killer, uh, don't take the test, not don't kill 13 people. He's like, he's like, look, man, I don't know how the rest of your life is going to go. Taking the test is something you can control. Good advice for anybody, actually. Uh, yeah, you miss a period, don't take the test, ladies. COVID symptoms, don't take the test. Whatever you do. If you have already killed 13 people, I agree, don't take the test. And also maybe kill one more person, because 13 people, that's got to be bad luck. Uh. I don't know why Santa hasn't been canceled yet. I feel like he should be canceled. First of all, he disproportionately benefits white people. That's not cool. And, uh, also, he, uh, it's kind of weird. It's like there's this whole idea that if you do all your chores and everything, uh, be nice to your sister, be nice to your brother, do all your chores. In the end, it only comes down to your parents' annual uh, income. Sort of like, I think a little weird. Also, he only has little people working for him. That's a red flag right there. You go into Ikea... And you see a little person working there, no big deal. You see two, you're like, maybe a coincidence. If everyone working there is a little person, you're going to be like, I am never coming back here again. Nor am I ever going to Sweden, just to be safe. For the record. And uh, you guys, thank you for listening here today. Give it up for Pam Benjamin. Dan Lewis, everyone. Dan Lewis. Hey, keep your hands clapping for your next comedian, everybody. It's Amy Stringer. Witches get a bad rap. I think they're they're just they're just always having a good time. They're always like <laughs> my witch. Um, witches. Yeah, they get a bad rap. I think I don't think much has changed since the Salem witch trials. They're just living their best life. And uh, yeah, maybe they ate a kid or two, but only the fucking annoying ones that deserved it. know they went exploring and then they what they say it's what witches say double double toil and trouble fuck around and find out but I'm not kidding um I'm a I'm a twin I have a twin sister the fraternal um I get that a lot when I say you know I'm a twin you think they're like, I'm so fraternal. No, we're fraternal. And they go, oh. So we're just normal roommates. Uh, but we, uh, when we were born, my mom, she had to have a C-section. And um, I was the one who was supposed to be born first. But somehow my sister, you know, in the kerfuffle of everything, she like wiggles out over me, kicks me in the face, and flips me off as she's being carried away by the doctor is born first, and then she hurt her foot, and she stomped the crust out of my heart and had to spend some time in the NICU, the neonatal intensive cunt unit, where she belongs. I, um, I, I dated men most of my life, but, but recently I, I 
experimented dating women for the first time, and that was just fun. I wasn't good at it, though. Like, um, there was a learning curve I wasn't expecting. Like, like for the first, like, the first time I was really hooking up with a woman, and um, I tried so hard, but I couldn't take her bra off. And I know how to do mine, but on her, it was just a different angle. And, um... Yeah, and then I just felt so bad for all the men I have judged so harshly ever since I was a teenager. If a guy, you know, fumbles even for a second trying to take my bra off in my head, I'd be like, okay, amateur. I just had never walked a mile in the hills. I, what's worse is, though, I, I couldn't find her clit. I know how I know how mine works, but on her it was just a different angle. I wasn't expecting so many folds. Like I was down there and I was like, "Ooh, what library is this?" Let's see. What about a bookmark? She was like. <laughs> Okay, amateur. I'm like, shh. Sorry, I didn't know I was signing up for an origami class. I don't know. I didn't make her come, but I did make a lovely swan. Thank you. Amy Stringer, everyone. And her cunty baby. <laughs> that's a funny, that's funny, a, a baby in a Okay, your next comedian. <laughs> Put your hands together for Art Galliston. Hello, everybody. Got some gifts for me? What's going on there? How you guys doing? Let's give it up for Pam one time, huh? Yeah. So, guys, I'm single. If you're wondering, I also never made women. Guys, so I'm single, I've, um, and the thing is, I like to date women that are out of my league. The good thing is I'm bald and short, so that's most good thing. So it's weird being bald because I'm the only bald person in the room. That means there was nobody there to teach you things like how to shave your head, or put sunscreen on top of your head, or that skinhead does not support group for bald men. What the fuck? Try some new jokes today, guys. Um, thank you. I need a little encouragement, you know. Fake a couple of laughs and shit. I'm all for enabling women to penetrate male-dominated career fields. Like, there is no reason why we shouldn't have more female software engineers. No reason at all. There's some jobs that I think we should leave for men. For example. If I take a fat shit and I clog the toilet, I don't want a hot blonde named Rebecca to throw with a plunger to fix it. I just feel like a plumber should look like somebody that could cause a plumbing issue. I don't know. We're trying. We're trying. My mom clogged the toilet? I don't know. I, cl I clog it and fix it a lot, so I have a lot of experience. I might do 
Um, I'll tell you guys a story. When I was in my early 20s, I got arrested and I went to jail. This sounds badass, but it's stupid. Because I got arrested in San Francisco for weed. Granted, at the time it was illegal, but saying you're not supposed to smoke weed in San Francisco is kind of like a warning label and a product that everybody ignores. Like, have you ever bought a box of Q-tips and it says you're not supposed to eat in your ears? What's going to happen? You're going to damage your eardrums? Stupid. But here's the stupider part of the story. I didn't get arrested by a San Francisco police officer. I got arrested by a San Francisco State University police officer. You know how embarrassing it is at getting arrested by a campus cop? That's like getting suspended by a substitute. Because are they even allowed to do that? Apparently they are. Here's the stupidest part of that story. I wasn't even a student at SF State. I was just driving by. Here's what happened. I was driving. I had weed in the car. I get pulled over. I thought I was going to get away with it because two days before, I watched this YouTube video that taught you how to deal with cops. It was all about knowing your rights. I thought I was ready. Cop walks up to me. He says, do you know why I pulled you over? I remember the video. They tell you, don't admit your guilt. So I said, no, officer, I do not. Smells the weed in the car. He goes, when you get out of the car, I'm going to search it. Again, I remember the video, and I said, sorry, officer, I do not consent to your search. You're going to need a warrant for that. I thought I was getting him. Then he goes, get the fuck out of the car. I'm going to pull you out. I didn't know what to do because when I was watching the video, I fell asleep halfway through. So I didn't get to this specific scenario, so I had to get out of the car. I was sitting on the curb. He called for backup. A couple of more cop cars pulled up. This time real cops, SFPD. This is how I imagine he called for backup. He was probably like, hey, this is campus cop. I made an arrest. I'm going to need backup. And the cop on the other line must have been like, are you even allowed to do that? I was in the cop car going to jail, and the cop kept asking me a hell of questions. But I remember the video, I must have woke up again from my nap. I remember this part, they said, don't answer the questions because they could use it against you in court. So I wasn't saying nothing to him. He got real annoyed at me. He goes like, what are you, deaf or something? I said, sorry, officer, I must have damaged my eardrum. Thank you, guys. Yay, Art Galveston. I, I also use Q-tips to clean my ears. Also, they're the best way to pick your nose. All right. Yeah, you can if you have boogers in your nose, use a Q-tip. Best way to take those little motherfuckers out. Uh, your next comedian is joining us all the way from New York City. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Ian Levy. Yo, here are my new jokes. I um I recently learned uh, you're not supposed to use the term uh, homeless anymore. Like a politically correct term, unhoused little bit like being on the Titanic and like you're sinking and everything. Like I think you mean unfloating. Well, we got bigger issues to deal with. But I you know, I wanted to get it right, you know, so that I, I actually asked a homeless person, I said, Would you rather be called homeless or unhoused? And he bit me. So it feels like, oh, you know, I still want to get I was like, nah once for yes, you know, so that's what I did. It is kinda crazy. also, what are we supposed to call the shelters? The an unhoused shelter? Uh, that doesn't sound like much of a shelter. I gotta be honest. You know, you gotta be like, hey, it sounds like uh, the outside. Just be like, hey, I'm gonna send you to this new unhoused shelter. It's gonna be nice. There's trees and a sandbox and a slide. It's like, are you sending me to the park? Like, what's happening here? It was a crazy story. I uh, w one of my favorite stories of this, maybe my favorite story of this week, was when uh, a few years ago uh, they were gonna build a, a homeless shelter in this like affluent neighborhood. 
people in that community that came together and actually raised $70,000 to hire an attorney to fight the homeless shelter being built, uh, which is just amazing, really. I mean, just, just imagine. I, what I want to know is what did the homeless people think when they heard that? Just like, you had 70000 I only ever asked for one. Like, that's crazy. You can't just, you didn't give me that. And the most, I, I, I met one of the, the people, I met the guy, I, I can't remember his name, but he was in a restaurant, and he's the main guy who who, who started the, the, the raising money to fight the homeless shelter. And I came up to him, and I was like, how dare you do this to the homeless people in San Francisco? And he said, uh, you should call them unhoused. And I was like, you son of a bitch. You know, you just gotta, that's not the point. Okay. Um, I'm not very, uh, uh, I don't know. I, I was on a date recently. I had this happen. I was on a date, and in the restaurant, a, um, uh, me and this woman, we were, we were getting drinks. This guy came into the bar, and a woman uh, kept looking over at this guy, and I asked her, I said, do you, uh, do you know that guy? I said, yeah, that's actually, uh, that's my stalker. Uh, I don't know how he found me, but he's constantly sending me very threatening messages, also threatening anyone I'm romantically involved with. So I, told, I was like, I'll deal with this. So I went up and I said, hey, buddy, listen, uh, I don't know this woman, okay? I just <laughs> met her online. I have no real connection, okay? We're not friends. In fact, I'm going to leave. Let me buy you a round of drinks. I didn't know you had dibs, but, you know, I'm going to leave. So I was gonna, I'm not brave. I'm not, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I come from a long line of cowards, so I can't deal with. If you have a stalker or a family curse or something, tell me that before we go out for drinks, you know, because I'm not going to. I'm not going to stick around. You know, I'll meet someone else. You'll die, but, you know, it's fine. I don't care. I, I want to live, you know? I feel like there's always these movies of, like, people who are brave. You know, they're, they're always like, oh, there's some bandits. Let's go form a posse and go down to the old corral and have a shootout. But they never show in the movies that the person is like, let's just give the bandits what they want, you know? And that's been my thing. So, there we go. I, um, I don't, uh... I like movies. I watch a lot of movies. But as I get older, uh, there's there's a very specific genre of movies. It's there's only really one movie that's made for like men in their their thirties and up, and it's all it's the same fantasy no matter what the setting. It's uh, what if you could solve your problems with violence? That is every every movie that's made for me is just like imagine it because it it turns out. As you get older, it's not fun to do the right thing. Like, the right thing is always de-escalated. You know, if someone's, like, mad at you, you got to be like, oh, let's calm down and use our adult, you know. But in your head, you're like, yeah, fuck it, you know. Like, you want to beat them up and stuff. My main fantasy isn't even fighting, like, tough. I fantasy. I watch Karen videos on TikTok of just women being like, you can't park here. And I just picture being like, fuck it, you know. Like, that's my, that's my main, how I take out my aggression. Okay. I, uh been on dating apps a long time. Long. Uh, it's inter- you, st- you end up, you start following people's lives. That's how long I've been on. You, you see them grow, you know, you're like on there and you're like, oh, wow, Jennifer, she finished law school. Like, good for her. Like, that's really impressive. You know, it's crazy. And then you're like, swipe, and up, oh, it's still a no. Okay, I guess she, I wouldn't date me if I was a lawyer either. Oh, fair <laughs> enough. Like, and you're like, oh, no, Amanda, she's drinking again. That's not good. I thought we moved past this. Oh, man, it's a match. She really has hit rock bottom, so that's not <laughs> good at all. Okay, guys, that's been my time. Thank you. Ian Levy, everyone. A triumphant return. San Francisco.
All right, your next comedian is the head honcho over at Milk Bar. Put your hands together for Connor Marshall. Is this one? This one? This one? This one? This works. What's up? Hey guys, feeling good? Right on. What's up? Hello, hello. My name's Connor. Uh, been having a rough week. Been having a hard time sleeping. I've been having night terrors. I got myself uh, one of those white noise machines. Plays Coldplay album. Okay, all right. First joke. Okay, all right. Uh, my dad is a Vietnam vet, saved animals during the Vietnam War. Okay, all right, okay. No, he was actually in the Vietnam War. He was a uh, Vietnamese baby. Um, and his dad was an American soldier, which I think makes my grandmother a prostitute. Okay, all right, sorry, Grandma. Okay. Uh, my dad is a lot darker than me. He's lot darker than me so this would happen all that when I was a kid people would think I was kidnapped all the time um, which is weird I remember the first time it happened I was in the grocery store and this lady came up to me and she grabbed my arm and she's like excuse me you know who this man is and I was like get the fuck off me bitch stranger danger why are you touching me right uh, and then I had to go over to my dad and be like hey dad why did that lady just ask me if I knew who you were and he had to lean over and explain to me that that lady is racist she only sees color, she doesn't see, or faces look exactly the same. Uh, so now when I see kids who like look different than their parents, like they're di a different shade or just like look different, I like have an affinity for those families. It like feels good. I'm like, oh, that's cool that two different looking people had a kid that looked even weirder, right? Uh, but it makes me wonder if I've ever walked past a kidnapped kid and thought, this is beautiful. I love this. This is so nice. Uh, been in San Francisco eight years now. Yeah, trying to be progressive. So I got myself a boyfriend. Thank you. The girl, I just like to call her my boyfriend. She thinks that's funny. I think it's funny to Dutch oven her. She does not think that's funny. So gorgeous. Kidding, we broke up. She was a monster. Uh, we were in an open relationship. Yeah, if you guys know what that is, that means I was open to finding a better relationship. Okay, very San Francisco. No idea what that is. She actually just got diarrhea. I don't think we're going to keep that. Uh, I'm actually a single dude right now. Very single guy. Recently had a pregnancy scare. There's a pregnant lady hiding in my closet. I actually do have a girlfriend, you guys. I do have a girlfriend. Uh, my girlfriend is a bitch. Um, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say that. She hates when I use that word. My wife is a bitch, you guys. My boyfriend hates that joke. My husband loves it, though. So I got to keep it. You know what I'm saying? Good love. I'm a single guy right now. Uh, single dude at the moment. Recently had sex with a vegan girl. She had an impossible pussy. Okay, so that got the pussy. I was just hungry an hour later. Does that make sense? Wasn't very filling. All right, that's a good joke. Okay. Why you guys are all going like this? Like I don't know if I, I don't know. All right, uh, I'll end on this one. Fuck it. Uh, I'm gonna have a gender reveal party next week. 
Not having a baby, I just want to show my friends my penis. So. Hey, my name is Connor Marshall. Thank you guys. Have a good night. Bye. Hey, Connor Marshall, everyone. Go check out all the shows at Noel Kate's Debates and Wednesdays and Thursdays, all kinds of good shows. All right. Your next comedian is just a joy and a wonderment to be around. Put your hands together for Josh Kotsky. <laughs> Thank you very much. My, uh, my dad just had jury duty. He didn't have to do the trial, but he told me that the guy pleaded guilty to threatening the last jury, and I don't think that's the jury duty that you want. I, I told him he should ask to be on the jury for the guy who bribed his jury. I feel like that would be a better way to go. All right, we're starting out strong. Let's do some fucking new shit. Um, I, I'm glad that superhero stuff is getting more progressive. Like all the movies and everything are getting more progressive. They had their first gay superhero in the Eternals. They had their first Muslim superhero in Miss Marvel. They're actually coming out with a movie about a superhero team of people who have transitioned from male to female. X-Men. Uh, it, I'm glad they're getting more progressive. It's always funny to me when they have a progressive superhero and people get really mad about it. Uh, like a few years ago, there was this comic strip where Superman was gay and people were getting really mad about it. There were these reviews where people were being like, ah, zero stars, unrealistic. Like, that's the unrealistic part for you? It wasn't the flying or the laser eyes. It was the dick sucking. But <laughs> yeah, this joke's only for Brady. Um, <laughs> and uh, it, it's also like, I don't think Superman's straight, you know? Like, you just the, the chiseled abs, the perfect hair, the colorful leotard that he pulls off. I don't think he's straight. He's definitely not gay either. Superman is an alien. He comes from a planet a million light years away. What he's doing with Lois Lane is closer to bestiality. Um, it feels weird that people are getting mad at him for, for the, if it kind of feels like if you saw your friend, like, jump into the chimpanzee exhibit and start sucking its dick, and then you were like, whoa, 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 dude, that chimp is a guy, fucking gay. No. I don't, I don't think that Krypton blew up. I think that Superman was just, like, kind of a perv, a little bit of a zoophile, and they're like, you have to get out of here. We're... We're kicking you out, Superman. Fuck you, Clark. All right. Um, I I have IBS, just to so you can all know a little bit about me. Um, I have IBS, which was fine during COVID because I was like working from home and the bathroom was five seconds away from my desk. But now I'm going into the office and I I have to get up like every half hour. I don't like it that my coworkers are thinking about like going up and shitting. So I am trying to convince them that I am just addicted to cocaine. Um, you don't even, if you want to do it, it's all, you don't even have to lie to them. Just every time you exit the bathroom, be like, I am not doing cocaine in there. I think that guy's doing cocaine in there. Um, I'm trying to sell it, though, um, which is tough because I've never done the drug myself. But I'm just doing what I've seen people do in movies. Uh, nose touching, a uh, lot of being like, Woo! Like, sick, goddamn, that kind of stuff. Um, pretending to brush my teeth a lot. See that in movies? Every time they do cocaine, they brush their teeth. I think that's actually why they cut cocaine with baking soda. 
Like, if people are going to do this, we need to make sure they have to identify it. Here we go. Um, love a new ones. Uh, I'm getting sick of these targeted ads on my phone, like, after, like, after dinner and there's a new one and pops up. Like, stop sending me ads for candles and stuff. That's not why I'm looking up hot nasty. Answer your time. The targeted ads that I get are always like Christian mingle. Doesn't make any sense because A, how I, I don't dating apps, and B, it's because I say fuck Jesus does not mean. Okay, your next comedian. What what an amazing human being. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Brady Pearson. <laughs> Uh, hello, Mutiny Radio. How are we today? Excited it's Friday, another shitty week over with, everyone. I did not, I mean, of all the crazy things going on, I didn't, did not have um, I'd like to see my Apocalypse bingo card while Trump and his weird ass, did you hear about this? Donald Trump now has released NFTs. Yes. No, we, no, seriously. Like, he had this big announcement, be really big, huge. Gigantic, and what he did is he really just like he just said they're ninety nine dollars. Let's have to ninety nine dollars for an a for these like really poorly. It's like if like if you imagine you got the shittiest AI you could possibly imagine, and fill it with the worst parts of Trump that you could have imagined. You know, for ninety nine dollars a pop, ladies and gentlemen, there is no satire left. Comedy is dead, but I'm gonna give it a shot right now. Um. I'm also very excited because now, um, the w is the World Cup over yet? No, it's still going on, right? So we've got young men chasing balls all over a field. My kind of sport. It always excites me to watch it. I mean, I'm certainly watching um, the goal over there. I'm certainly doing that. But um, and I think and it makes me think about other sporting things like this. Um, oh wait, sorry. Ooh. I'm just really. It's good to be here, Pam. But um. I just turned 52, and it's very exciting. Um, I'm a big old faggot. I don't know if you can tell. And it made me wonder, you know, now I've just reached this age, it made me wonder what I've done with my life. You know, what what, what have I really contributed? What have I gotten from it? You know, and it, these existential thoughts. We all think of this as we get older, don't we? It made me think, like, hmm, what do you mind? Is there any other cocksuckers in the room? Yes, girl. Okay, so you you can go. Are you guys lying? You, so you are lying, right, of course. You, so you've never sucked a cock. Would you ever suck a cock? Why not? Maybe? What would it take? Real love. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Or maybe some, maybe some food. I don't know. Okay, so do you enjoy, do you do, you do it for um, power or love? Okay, so now, 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 that now that we've cleared the air, let's do some math, guys. This is going to be hard, so we're going to try to talk about real inches. So let's say you six, uh, the average cock is what six inches. You six. Okay, just try to be generous here, my friends. Okay, so let's see, one up, one down, one pass. Is one up, one down? That's a foot. See, there are 
4,580 feet in a mile, right? Keep going, and I kept doing the math and doing the math, and I came up with like 108,000-odd feet, which is 26.6 miles, which is a marathon, which explains last weekend. I feel so close to you all tonight. I want to share with you the dream of a boys camp that never was, but could have been in Lake Pudatinia. Was it a company? <laughs> oh, I love you, put it in me. Put it in me every day. I love you, put it in me. Put it in me all the way. On your shore. Put it in me. I am yours. Put it in me. Put it in me every day. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Pam. Brady Pearson, everyone. Yay, Brady Pearson. Coming up soon, his new musical, uh, which is going to be great. Little Orphan Fanny. Yeah. I can't wait to hear your rendition of It's a Hard Cock Life. I just lift my spirits. <laughs> uh, your next comedian, uh, damn, because Lauren's not here yet. Put your hands together for the very lovely, nice, funny, wonderful Sam West. Yay! This one, right? All right. All right, what's up, everybody? I'm going to do a little bit of new stuff and try reworking. It works when I say that, and then I do stuff that I think is good, and I the worst nickname in high school. My nickname was Piglet. Doesn't sound too bad until you get the context. Both of my parents, police officers. You're wondering how hard it is to get a girl to go to prom with you when she thinks you're a goddamn Winnie the Pooh character? Well, I was praying to Christopher Robin every night to make it stop. My father, being a police officer, instilled good values within me. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Keep your chin up. Pay your taxes. You realize how much pot I had to smoke growing up to undo all of that damage? I can't smoke pot anymore. I get too high. I can't do basic household chores. Last week, I fucked up vacuum cleaner. Here's what happened. Got so high, had my headphones turned up so loud. I didn't realize that vacuum cleaner was off the entire time. Hell yeah. All I could think was, fuck, man. I just gave my house a 47-minute belly rub. Got one of those Roomba vacuums recently, you know, and they kind of sketch me out because I think they collect all the data about my house and send it to Amazon. So from time to time, I like to put mine on a treadmill and let it go for a while. I like to think somewhere Jeff Bezos is slowly going crazy trying to figure out why Sam has a four-mile-long hallway in his little apartment. Yeah, my dad was always there for me, single father for a little while, you know. I remember one night I caught the monster under my bed and asked about it. I did what any child would do out in terror. Daddy, daddy. He came so fast. Ew, Sam, ew. Sorry about your dad coming. Um, no, we've all seen our dads come. You know, boys in the house, we've all seen that. We've all, not, not dads come, Jesus Christ, we've all seen our dad's dicks. That's what I meant to say. Holy shit, those are different things, Jesus Christ. But it's, it, it, but, but for real, we've all seen it. You know, it's an integral part of being a man in today's society. You see your dad's cock growing up. 
So much so that I would argue, humbly, that it should be a mandatory stage in transitioning from female to male, regardless of age. Well, Jerry, the surgery, paperwork's done. Let's hop by in the car, stop by the nursing home, say hi to Pops and make this thing official. All right, that's enough about my dad's dick. Let's, uh, let's move on to some silly one-liners. 